What does rifle marksmanship have in common with leadership? It turns out, a lot. Welcome back to More Than Numbers Enneagram for Business. My name is Keanu Trujillo. I am your host and founder of True Strategy. We are a growth solutions company for businesses, entrepreneurs, and business leaders. And we believe when you accelerate relationships, you accelerate results. When you build people, everything else just happens to follow. The results will come. Your success will come. The benchmarks that you're trying to hit in your business. When you build your people, when you build your team, when you develop your people, Everything else has to follow suit as far as the results that you're wanting to receive. So some of you that have been listening to our podcast for some time know that I have a background in the military. I served in the Army National Guard for eight years, actually still currently serving in my last uh, tour in the Army National Guard while also being an entrepreneur and business owner. And I was thinking about my time in basic rifle marksmanship and the things that I learned in rifle marksmanship in the Army and how it applies to leadership, specifically in building relationships. We know that communication is paramount in any relationship, and communication is also what kills any relationship because we often believe that we are saying or communicating one thing, but I've heard it put like this before. Until the information is received in the way you intended it, you are not communicating. You are only speaking. You're only talking. You're only making noises that happen to sound like words. So until your message hits your intended audience or the person that you're trying to develop or communicate to, then you're not really communicating. So communication is huge. And of course, in everything that we talk about, the methods that we use in true strategy, whether it's in workshops or development courses, things that we have on the way, I'll share more about that at the end of this episode. It all has to do with relationships. When you accelerate relationships, when you lean into relationships, as I mentioned earlier, then the results will happen to follow. So what does rifle marksmanship have in common with leadership? Well, the first thing I want to talk about is your breathing. So some of you are going to get a crash course in rifle marksmanship here. Hey, that's the value that you came for. That's the additional value. But you'll also learn how rifle marksmanship applies to leadership or communication. So there is a point in your breathing where you want to take your shot when you're shooting a rifle or really any type of weapon. But we're going to talk about rifle today. And so when you're laying on your stomach or in the prone position, we were trained in the army that it's when you are at your natural pause in your breath that you want to take the shot. And I know some of you have played video games where they will have you hold your breath and then take the shot. That's actually flawed. That is actually a recipe for uh, poor marksmanship or not hitting your target. It's actually in your natural pause that you want to take the shot. So breathing in and breathing out. I want you to try that. Breathe in and breathe out. And you're going to notice there is a pause at the end of your exhale, just a natural pause before your body needs to take in more air. It's just a natural pause. And that is the place where you want to take your shot. And they train us to hit targets up to 300 yards away. 300 meters away, excuse me. And they're very, very small at that point. So any any slight adjustment or uh, mistake in your breath or your trigger squeeze, trigger pull, what have you, you're going to miss that target. So they teach you to take the shot at your natural pause on your exhale. Now you can wait for your natural pause if you have the time in shooting or if you're acquiring a target, then you can wait for the natural pause to come, or you can actually force the natural pause by breathing out very quickly. 
There's your natural pause. That's when you want to squeeze the trigger. That's when you want to engage the target. And so that's what really got me onto this thought. I was thinking about that. I don't know why I was thinking about rifle marksmanship. I think maybe I'm just missing the range. Maybe it's time to go hit the range. That's what's happening. But I was thinking about it and it applies to leadership and leaders. We should be able to learn from everything, every example, every situation, every scenario, anything that we encounter, any movie, any book, any podcast, it all goes back to leadership. There is so much that you can take even from the silliest of things. I mean, even watching the office, you can take plenty about leadership, mostly probably what not to do, but you can still learn lessons. And I very much so in my coaching, I apply just what I've learned and what I've been through and how it applies to leadership. So Leaders are learners. Anything that you're learning can be applied to your leadership. So that's the first thing. You want to take the shot in the natural pause, the natural pause of your breath, because that's when you have the most clarity or the you're in the best position to take the shot. Now, the next things that I want to talk about have to do with how your round hits the target. And fundamentally, you can tell where the error is coming from by the way the round hits the target. But rifle instructors can look at your target. We would also shoot at targets that were paper, and they can look at that and see where your errors occur. As a matter of fact, before you start taking shots, you want to sight in your rifle. You want to get your sights right. This is where we want to start as far as understanding these basics. So it's natural pause, and then it's sighting in your rifle. The first thing you do when you get to the range is you would sight in your rifle. Make sure that your sights are are on because when we would use these rifles in the army national guard they would be rifles that'd be sitting in the storerooms for months and when they were sighted they might have been sighted to another person so if you have your own rifle of course it's going to be sighted to you but you still want to go back from time from time to time make sure that it's properly sighted in and we would only use iron sights meaning the sights that you would typically see that would just come on a rifle stock or when you purchase it so you want to make sure that the sights are right so what you're doing there is you're shooting the rifle right at the target, same place every time, and you're starting to calibrate. And they have this little paper where it'll actually show you how many notches you need to turn the front sight post so that way you're ensuring that you're hitting the target properly. And then also the rear, so one adjusts up and down, one adjusts left and right. And what you're doing is you're zeroing your rifle is what we would call it, sighting in and zeroing your rifle to make sure that your sights are properly aligned so that way where you shoot, that is where where you aim, right? That is where you should be hitting the target. So the first thing has to do with sighting in. And I'm going to apply this all to leadership. First, I'm going to give you a crash course on rifle marksmanship. So when you're sighting it in, when you're zeroing your rifle, that should show right where you are aiming is where you should shoot every time. Now, after you have your rifle zeroed, then you can start engaging the targets or working on your marksmanship. And as I said earlier, fundamentally, you can tell where the error is coming from by the way the round hits the target. Remember that. By the way the round hits the target, you're going to be able to tell where the errors are in your marksmanship or in your shooting. So now that you're taking your shots, you can tell, like I said, where the error is coming from. And you can tell based on if your round is hitting the target up, above, or below the bullseye, then that has to do with your breathing. That means that your breathing, your inhale and your exhale is moving the rifle up and down. And so if an instructor looks at your target or your paper and sees that the rounds are falling all higher or lower, that means you need to work on your breathing. That means you're probably not shooting or taking your shot in the natural pause. The other thing that we can tell by reading your target is 
your trigger pull or your trigger trigger squeeze. If you're pulling the trigger, you're wrong. You want to squeeze the trigger. The rifle or the weapon should surprise you when you're squeezing the trigger. So if the round is falling to the left or the right of the target, that means it has to do with your, you're pulling the trigger. You're not squeezing the trigger. That means you're yanking the rifle left or right. So again, if it is up above or below the bullseye, that has to do with your breathing. So we can tell by the way your target is, is being engaged by the rounds or by the way the, your rounds are hitting the target, we can tell where the error is. And the next thing is if you're diagonal or way off of the bullseye, that means that maybe you aren't exactly zeroed. Your rifle is not zeroed. Your sights are not correct. So we can tell, let's go back through that again. You want to fire on your natural pause. You want to make sure your rifle is zeroed. So where you shoot, that is where the round should go. You want to make sure that if you're round is landing above or below the target or to the left or the right of the target that you're not pulling the trigger yanking on the trigger or breathing in the middle of your shot and then also again if it's diagonal or way off then that means that your sights are off so let's talk about the application to leadership then let's talk about when you are firing or taking your shots in leadership especially as it pertains to communication let's start with the natural pause are you giving yourself an opportunity to pause and respond or are you shooting mid-breath and reacting if you're not giving yourself an opportunity to pause then what's happening is you're not res responding you are now reacting there's a difference between a reaction and a response a response is calculated you're taking in the environment you're taking in what you're hearing you're listening actively listening not just to react or to respond you're actually taking it in then calculating, understanding, then giving a response. A reaction is, you said this, now I'm waiting to say this, and nothing bothers me more. My wife will tell you, even in just in social settings, when people aren't listening to each other, they're all waiting to speak over each other because they hear about 25% of what someone says, and then they already, okay, got it, I know where they're going, I can't wait to talk, they just need to shut up so I can hurry up and talk, and they start doing this, uh-huh, 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 yeah, 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 and then they speak, but they're not listening. They're not actually listening, right? They're not, they're not hearing the person truly. So if you are taking your shots or you are reacting mid-breath and you're not waiting for that natural pause, that means that your marksmanship as a communicator is going to be poor. You're not going to hit the target and there's nothing worse than being misunderstood. So let's make sure that you are hitting the target that you intended to hit or communicate what you intended to communicate by waiting for the natural pause. Let them get out what they needed to get out or say what they needed to say. Take it in, process it, then respond. Wait for the natural pause, okay? Take it in, natural pause. Now I'm going to respond. The second part is zeroing in your rifle. And really, I should have started with zeroing it in, but it's okay. These are how the thoughts came to me. Zeroing in your rifle. We all have a way of communicating that has been so true to us that we've just modeled our leadership or modeled our communication around the way that the sights are already set, right? So I see it this way and I'm just going to kind of shoot and take my shots like this because this is just how my sights have always been. My sights or the way I see, right? The way I see the target has always been like this. So why should I adjust it? I should just continue to use this. So if your sights aren't correct, then you're going to miss everything. You're never going to actually hit the target because the way that you deliver something or your demeanor or your tone will keep you from being understood. Sometimes a lot of us have something great to say. I know this definitely hasn't 
eight as a challenger, as someone that's more aggressive naturally, I have a bias towards intensity. I know that it's very easy to be misunderstood because I'm wanting to deliver it in this way that has is just kind of natural, but we don't have to stay that way. That's why this podcast is called More Than Numbers. We are more than our Enneagram number. It gives us a basic foundation to understand our tendencies, but we should not use those as a shield to say, well, I'm just this, so I'm just going to do that. No, that's not the case. We need to be always growing beyond this. So how is how are your sights zeroed in, right? Are your sights set in a way that the target that you're trying to hit is the target that you hit or the the point on the target that you're trying to hit is where your round lands, right? Or the words you're trying to deliver hit the target that you're trying to hit when you're communicating to a person. Because oftentimes you say one thing, they interpret it this way, they respond based on the way they interpret it, and then you respond based on the way you interpret what they said. And by three or four responses into the conversation, which is a few minutes, maybe into sometimes hour, couple hour conversations or meetings, you're already way off base. You're already operating on totally different pages and you don't even realize it. So let's make sure that they're zeroed in. The next thing is, as I mentioned, if the breathing is up or down or the trigger pull, trigger squeeze, it should be a squeeze, not a pull, but trigger pull will move your round to the left or right. So it's pulling you off target. You can tell by the way the round hits the target where you are fundamentally flawed. So evaluate what people are hearing, right? Hey, I am saying this, listen, I, we need this project done by this time. And I see that we have this opportunity to grow here. We have an opportunity to really adjust our processes with this go around. And I need this done by the end of next, next week. What are you hearing me say? Right. Truly, what are you hearing me say? Some people might interpret that as, well, the last time must have been terrible and I better get it right this time or this person is going to be really upset when no, maybe you're offering, just trying to offer great advice to help lead them and develop them. So how is your round hitting the target? How are your words hitting your intended audience or the person you're trying to speak to? Ask them. We can always ask. I think we just don't ask because we don't want to put ourselves in that vulnerable place or we don't want to take the time. But again, if you accelerate relationships, you accelerate results and relationships hinge on communication. So communication is key for relationship. How is this round landing on the target? How are my words landing on the target? Ask them. So that way then you can evaluate, okay, they took it very negative. Maybe I said it in a tone that was more negative and maybe not as encouraging. Or also then... And this is where the metaphor maybe break down a little bit. You can tell how a person is interpreting something. I had somebody that I led once that I couldn't encourage them enough. I would encourage them constantly about how much I thought of them and how capable I thought they were and how I thought they were an asset. But regardless of what I said, there was an in addition to that they made what I said very negative. So if I said, wow, you really knocked it out of the park on this project. They would interpret it as, well, at least this one's good. The rest of them were crap. And I never meant that. I never said that, but that's how it was landing on them. We need to evaluate how are the rounds hitting the target so we can better understand. So with this, this is how rifle marksmanship applies to leadership, right? How are you taking the time to respond? First and foremost, right? Firing in your natural pause. Are you taking it in, giving yourself a moment to process? It's okay to process. It's okay to say, all right, I'm hearing what you're saying. Let me think about this for just a moment and then respond. I'd rather respond, right? Slow to anger. James 1.19 tells us the same thing. Understand this, my dear, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Quick to listen. I want to listen. I want to understand. 
slow to speak. <sighs> Process, natural pause, take your shot. And slow to get angry, okay? Don't let your emotions rule you. And in marksmanship, they would teach us that if you're under duress or you're under stress, then naturally you're going to want to react. You're going to become very reactive and that's going to put you under more stress and more duress. You have to be calm under the pressure, especially as leadership, as leaders in leadership when we are communicating with people or leading people. So number one, natural pause, process, breathe, respond, quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Second, what are the sights that you're seeing through? How are your sights calibrated or not? Are your sights off because you've developed some ways of leading that maybe have worked, but maybe they don't serve you anymore? Or maybe they're even just downright destructive and you tend to think that it's everyone else and maybe it's on you. Take responsibility for what you can own. How are my sights? And then finally, how is the round hitting the target, right? How can I evaluate how the round is hitting the target to better communicate, to better lead, and ultimately accelerate relationships to accelerate results, to build our teams and build our businesses. Thank you all. As I said in the beginning, I wanted to tell you about some exciting things that we have coming up. We are going to be launching a course that is going to help to introduce you to the Enneagram. The Enneagram is, of course, in the title of this podcast, but it's a tool that we find helpful in developing and accelerating relationships to accelerate results. So if you are interested in that, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email, info at truestrategy.info. You don't have to say much. Just put in the subject, interested, or write us a note, and you will be given an opportunity to sign up to get that course when it releases, which is ultimately growing towards a growth community. We are building a growth community where business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs can come together with their teams or by themselves to grow together. We're going to be giving development opportunities. We're going to be speaking. We're going to be giving workshops. We're going to be creating a place for you to come and grow together. One of the things that really hit me about understanding small business is that it typically takes a Fortune 500 or you know military organization very large organizations to have a development director or a person on staff to develop people. Their whole role is developing people, developing leaders, personally developing people. I didn't have this in corrections. Of course, I worked in a small county jail in northern New Mexico. I didn't have this in law enforcement. I worked in a small police department in northern New Mexico. But when I got in the military, I realized there were whole teams and people dedicated to my development then when I got into financial services, there's a director of development in every office. Their whole role is about developing you and your business. And then in ministry with Elevation Church, we had a director of development and a ton of development resources that were geared towards developing us. And, and that was why all of those organizations, of course, financial services with Northwestern Mutual for a time, uh, Elevation Church, one of the fastest growing churches in America, and of course, the United States Army very successful organizations. They have people dedicated to development, but the mom and pop shop does not have the budget for that. So part of me starting my business was to create a solution for that, a place where small businesses or small teams can have a development director, high quality leadership development, personal development director um, at an affordable rate. And so that's what we wanted to do with our community because everything hinges on how we build people. When you build people, the results will follow. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. If you loved it, chances are someone you know will love it. Go ahead and share it with somebody. If you received value, then subscribe. And if you want to tell us how this impacted you, please leave us a review. Until next time, Keanu Trujillo, More Than Numbers, Enneagram for Business. Thank you.